Got me on the speaker. 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 What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Woo! Zai. That's probably not how you say it. Zai. Or Zai. That one. Yeah. We actually had to look up the pronunciation. What's going on? Um, a lot's going on. Yeah. What's going on with you, baby? A lot. <laughs> I love the face. I'm just gonna just stare at you. Stare at you. Watch me with my eye twitch. Nothing's going on with me. I'm going crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be that like, dramatic. Ask me again, baby. I have an answer. What's going on with you, baby? Uh, basically, avocado spread. Oh, gosh. Quack! <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot's happening. A lot's happening. I don't know. I don't know how I am one person. I need to clone myself. Yeah, if only we could just, like, just multiply ourselves just to do a th- just to do uh, an extra thing if you're not, you know... You're just a little bit on a time crunch. Yeah. That's what, that's what I need. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. What's uh, going on with you, baby? What's happening? Work's happening. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh... It's been stressful. Mm, you okay, yeah. baby? Had somebody who basically uh, told me that I lack empathy. I don't think you do. Thank you, baby. I think you're very sweet. I'm spicy. You're very empathetic. Am I? Sympathetic? Well, I mean, we need to have... Psychopathetic? No, this guy... Well, damn. I don't know. I made up a word. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, I think we... I kind of need to be, like, sympathetic and empathetic to, uh, you know, to relate to people well. But damn, you you hearing something that you don't want to hear, and um, you you telling somebody that they just lack empathy. That sucks, man. That's hardcore. Like, I don't know, man. You know what it is to lack empathy? That's like, like people who just callously like just wrong people, or just go around just starting fights, or just go around like stabbing people. Like, like that dude. Um, what dude? Like, that's the type of person who lacks empathy. What dude? It came out recently that, like, a former Trump staffer, um, like, he, 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 like, stabbed some people, right? Well, I didn't hear about that one. I thought you had heard the same episode I heard of Cran Junkies this week. I heard about a guy that axed and stabbed... A mother and two children. My goodness. Yes. And then last week I heard about the oh, guy right, that, yeah. that like hit like would attack his victims with a hammer. He was like, That's It's insane. hammer time. Okay, that was morbid. I'm sorry. A little bit. Uh, Let me see. So the former Trump staffer 
so he groped somebody at a at, a, at an event, and she she came out talking about how he groped her, uh-huh. and also about like the stuff that he was he was basically bragging about having like stabbed people. Mm. Corey Lewandowski, no Corey Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski. Coriel. He looks like he stabs people for fun. He looks like an angry kid. He does. He looks like they put him in timeout and he's not happy about this. Yeah, they put him in timeout and 40 years later they never they never took him out and he came out with a revenge. With a vengeance, that is. Uh... Yeah, so it was uh, Trishel Odom who is, apparently he was married to an Idaho-based construction executive and conservative donor. Said that, um... For start again, he this started with her, uh, you know, with him groping her at a fundraiser, but he outlined uh, his entire night of bad behavior. Oh no, no, she outlined his entire night of bad behavior to local police, including the fact that he apparently bragged about stabbing and killing two men. Wow. Yeah, these are the quotes from her to the police. I initially believed he was joking and attempted to laugh it off. Um, this is when Lewandowski went into detail and stated something to the effect of, when I was 10, I stabbed someone over and over again, killing him. Oh, that's the dude I sent you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't go into the, de- I knew you would go into detail, but that's why I sent it to you. You're, you're my research, babe. I got you, baby. Wait. That's right. The- I think that, uh, that cinema like texted him to shut up. Or somebody texted him to shut up because he kept talking about stabbing people. I don't know. Let's see. Um, The story, along with Lewandowski's uh, aggressive sexual advances, made Odom visibly intimidated and frightened and fearful, prompting another guest at the event to ask if she was okay. In fact, she alleges the incident was so blatant that South Dakota Governor Christy Noam texted Lewandowski... To stop touching her. Wow. You know how it is. She she's she's in the boys' club. She wants to protect her boys. Wow. She's yeah. trash, man. I mean, on its face, it's it's you know it's good to text somebody to stop to stop groping somebody, but you know, how about going up to him and telling him? Like, bro, stop touching her. But again, she wanted to defend. She she wanted to make sure that she didn't cause a scene at her event between her and somebody who could give her some of that sweet sweet cash that she needs to try and run for president. Mm-mm. Let's keep it real. The three like main governors who want to run for president right now are her, DeSantis, and Abbott, and she is nowhere near as popular with that with with the with the bat shits um, as they are. Um, did she, has she passed any of the same laws? I don't any know. of the voting rights? Maybe she has, and people just aren't talking about, because, I mean, it's Texas and Florida. You want, you want to talk about South Dakota? <laughs> That's probably how they're thinking about probably. it. Probably. What's, what's her last name? Noam, N-O-E-M. Oh my god! I remember the the whole um, 
like Matt Walsh coming at her because he's boring and he wishes that he was as controversial as the other guys. Um, talking about like basically talking about how uh, her worth. He he was basically reducing her worth to like her looks. Um, I think he was going off about something that she did that he didn't like. Mm. I don't remember. No, I do not want notifications from this site. You know, I responded to Laura Bobert today on uh, one of her tweets. Oh, did you? Yeah. Tell us about it, baby. So she posted up, if I can find it. Where am I? Here I am. So she posted, Great to fight alongside the Americans for Prosperity. That's the, the group. Uh, against the Democrats' $3.5 trillion fast track to socialism. My comment? Says a chick that lived off welfare. Only when it benefits you, right? Uh, yeah, um, that's why they can't go at social security because mm. they can't win. So let's see. This same site that's talking about this Lewandowski stuff. Oh shit! This shit got her. This shit got her full statement to the police. Oh, that's some heavy shit. Okay. Ooh. So she was personally invited by Jackie Siegel. I don't know who that is. To a dinner with Governor Christy Noem. Okay. Limited seating. Um, I guess she was the only one in her family who could attend because of her limited se- seating. Uh, it's a Benihana private banquet room. Um, she was seated between Bubba Salisbury. Okay. And Corey Lewandowski. Some, uh, some colorful characters. Bubba Salisbury. Ah, construction. This is my Twitter picture. Nice. It's our... Freak Show logo. As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Woo! I see it. So Bubba Salisbury, he, he's, uh, he's not going to be relevant to this, but he's he's a construction guy. And he's he could definitely be, you know, some money in Noam's pocket. Mm-mm-mm. So there were some jokes between uh, Salisbury and GOP operative... Chris DeWitt, who was across the table, where they referred to one another as Cheese Dick. And um, Lewandowski entered the conversation with the comment that his dick is four inches bigger than a normal dick. Okay. Hmm. If you say so. Uh, From there, he proceeded to come on to... Okay, so he proceeded to come on to Odom aggressively. Talking about that he works out twice a day, that he runs 400 miles a week. No, he doesn't. And that's why he can last for eight hours at a time in bed. No, he can't, but okay. What? Dude, like... Hey. Hey, person, I don't know. Uh, You know, uh... I got this good dick. Yeah, I, I know I know we're at a whole... I know this is a whole, like, government dinner and stuff, and, you know, 
lobbying and money and all that, but um, I'm trying to take you home. Such a creepy baby. I feel like I need a spray bottle like spray right now. Kind of like a dog. <laughs> Good, then I, uh, I created the appropriate effect. That's, that's how she must have felt that night. <laughs> Um, he went so far as to requesting the suite number she was staying in. Wow. Indicating that he's staying in the Elvis suite, which she now knows was untrue. I love, I love that she threw that in there. Showed me, she sh- he showed her the room key. I gotta be like switching because I'm because because it's in it's from her perspective. Uh, which was next door to her suite where she was staying. Wow, that's fucked up that she just happened to be. Staying in the suite next to his. She was staying with uh, her sister and children. Oh my goodness. He was pushing and he was talking about... Oh, and he was talking about how he does not do anything with his wife. He gets his sex elsewhere. What? He commented that Governor Noam is hot. He... Uh, Let's see... Oh, shit. So he saw her cell phone case, which says Mrs. Odom, because she is Mrs. Odom. (laughs) And um, he got angry and demanded to know why she would have that. What? She noted that he felt like he that that she thought that she noted that she got the she had a strong vibe that he thought he had a sense of ownership (laughs) over her from the start. He stated several times that he is very powerful and can destroy anyone. He was close with President Trump and can get anyone elected or can take anyone out. Conversation turned to California. He told her that he was traveling there. Uh, She mentioned that she was from a bad area of California near where he was traveling. This This is when he told her that he was from a bad part of Houston and he has killed people. I'm sorry, but I will find that to be like a threat against me. High key. This is kind of like when, I mean, this is like if, if, um, if Marge Green talking about like how she carries her gun when she's pressing David Hogg to answer her questions that she's asking very aggressively while he's walking towards the um the Capitol building. Uh if that was decaf, this was a freaking this was like seven uh venti like extra hardcore espressos. Just just back to back. Wow. I understand that. That was that I mean, I I was trying to like just build up, but that was a terrible metaphor, but I'm just saying this is hardcore. This is this is fucked up. Um, but that's when we get to the whole, um, quote about when he was 10, he stabbed someone over and over again. And then when he was older, he stabbed a man in the back of the head, also killing him. He can do anything. He's white. He's white. He's white. He's white. And he's white. 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 Uh, she talked. She was talking about how she thought of how, how she could delicately extract herself from him, while simultaneously trying to respect the event and staying near others for safety. 
His behavior was so aggressive that others began to notice, and another guest even came over to ask if she, if she was okay. Uh, she texted her sister and others in a group message. Uh, he was watching her type. Uh, he willfully and maliciously engaged in the course of behavior that made her feel scared and fearful. He began to physically touch her. He tried to hold her hand, used his pinky to play with her hand, grabbed the napkin off her lap and touched her bare leg. Again, she each time she rebuffed him, even even going into how she pulled her dress over her bare skin to prevent him to prevent him from touching her again. He's talking about that he's sore from a workout and demonstrate where he was sore from a workout. Was it his groin? Um, apparently on the side of his butt and then he uh, then he touched her there. She says she, re- she believes he, she rebuffed him approximately 10 times. When uh, This is before dinner arrived! Because the next thing she says is when dinner arrived. Holy shit. So he uh he he continued. She was uncom- she was still very uncomfortable, but he continued. He didn't care. Uh, he began ordering her drinks. She wasn't drinking, so he ultimately drank them. He ate directly from her plate and used her utensils. What the fuck was he? Was he on drugs? He was on something. He would occasionally try to play with her upper back with his fingertips. Uh, she didn't even feel comfortable enough to eat. She sought out Chris DeWitt, this is the, the operative mentioned earlier, uh, to get help to get away from him. And she retreated to a small sitting area called and called her sister. Uh, when she, oh, and she, when she ended the call, Lewandowski was right there. He was following me and gave uh, she was following her and gave a glaring look and demanded to know who was who she was speaking with. She wow. She was scared enough to just tell him that it was her sister. Um, she walked to the elevator. Um, let's see. Uh, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like he. It looks like he just stayed on her. He kept saying. He kept saying nice ass to her. And uh, somebody named. Rick Kofo, Kofoid uh, was apologizing to her, saying that Corey does this a lot. Um, whoa. So, apparent. So, so this this is a fucked up part. I'm just gonna read this part verbatim. It was apparent that my reactions to Lewandowski's stories, threats and aggressive sexual advances were not normal for Lewandowski, as Lewandowski ultimately threw his drink at me, hitting my dress, shoe, and foot. Wow. So he, she confronted him, asked if, she, if he threw his drink at her. She believes that he called her stupid. She asked, did you call me stupid? He says, why, you don't like that? When she spotted her sister, she went up with her to the to the reception on the thirtieth floor. Um, let's see here. Wow. 
So, okay, so in the villa, she uh, she saw Governor Noam, and she intended on introducing her to her sister and stepson, uh, who had joined her on the trip. Governor Noam told her that she had texted Corey to stop touching her. This was confusing for them, for the for the two family members. At some point after she briefly spoke with Governor Noam, Lewandowski appeared and immediately came over to them. He stated that he wanted a private tour and beckoned her to leave the group and take him on a tour. She declined and walked off with her with the family members. She went to the bar. Oh my goodness, he... So he, she, okay, so she saw DeWitt, asked him why he didn't help her. He stated that he told Stacy Kafoa, the wife of Rick Kafoa, so that she could potentially help. She went to the bar. This fucker followed her. Ugh. So Kafoa, uh, Stacy Kafoa, and Chris DeWitt brought her to the other side of the bar to get her away from Lewandowski. Again, with the Corey is always like this. And this, uh, he continued to move around and wrapped his arm around, around Mrs. Kafoa to try and touch her touched her back and oh my goodness when she adjusted herself to try and get away from that he shot a nasty look eventually he left noam left she stayed to attend the other portions of the event uh this is she she being odom um oh and then she uh let's see wow So she tried to, yeah, she was trying to get, she was trying to just, you know, go and calm down with her family, get some ice cream. She walked into the elevator and Rick forward again said he was so sorry. Stacy was talking, Stacy was talking to Corey, was talking to Lewandowski. She took the elevator to her room, which was next to Lewandowski. He was in the hall. He looked angry and terrifying. It was very clear that he was not sorry for his actions, but mad. He appeared sober in his speech and actions. She she went to her room crying. Um, That's awful, man. Yeah. Apparently someone named Mina Lu uh, called saying that she... Oh, she was grabbed by Lewandowski as well. <gasps> wow. Just trash, man. This is this is this is these kind of people. This is what they do. This is what they do. This is their boys' club, and they try to you know get these have these events for political power. But they, this is how they demonstrate their the you no know, other That's... dimensions of their power. This guy doesn't give a fuck about how he treats people. He's clearly you know predatory. You took the word. Out. That's what they they use those grounds to become predators. And he's he he's got money and he's not used to, ever since he got money or maybe he grew up with money. Mm-hmm. He's not used to hearing no. Wow. He says, uh, he says all the yeses you need are the are are the yes for me and the yes for my money. Wow. It's a fucking shame. Um. And nothing's gonna change in this community. This was. This was the lobbying community. This was the donor class. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, the, the, how you know how many 
like uh, stories keep coming out of of aggressive aggressive dudes with money uh you know supporting shit that makes them richer and that makes the average person poorer mm-hmm. it, it damn near goes hand in hand not to say that people who want good can't do that but i'm just saying most of these predatory dudes are predatory in um in a number of ways i mean this is literally this is literally what harvey weinstein is right yeah a predator in all the ways he can be he he when he got one of the biggest financing companies for film in the in the entertainment industry and that that you know helped him get away with with touching on a bunch of women and girls for years. Decades, even. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, uh... Wow. That's insanity. Um, I, I saw... This, I, this article is from Salon. Now, I don't know much about Salon... But they, they also try to lead me to this article, Kirsten Cinema doesn't need to be saved by Republicans. No, she got to be saved by Jesus, though. So, um, yeah, this might be... Uh... Yeah, no, this is, this is definitely a... Uh... They're definitely one of those middle-of-the-road, oh, both sides are equal type of pub- publications, it seems like. Mm-mm-mm. And they love people with money. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the Manchinema effect. <laughs> Did you see the the dude that came out with, like, a logo for Manchin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> for sale. Uh, yeah. Ready to sell out his people for uh, for the lobbyists. <laughs> so, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema have been in some hot water lately. Now, um, I want to get that that what's it called? How do people feel about Manchin? Cinema. I want to pull that up so that we can go in about that. No, you know what? Because it was a Q1 and Q3 kind of thing. So basically, um, their, their, their approval's falling, both of them. But Ooh. especially cinema. Although her approval is a little up with Republicans. And Manchin, he's not experiencing like massive change. I feel like the Republicans' expectations of the politicians are like very low. Yeah, because they get so distracted by the culture war stuff. They get so distracted by trans rights stuff. And uh, what? We can't let we can't let men into girls' bathrooms. Why not? You're not. We're not talking about letting men into girls' bathrooms. We're talking about letting women that you just don't want to admit are women. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Or or stuff of you know, all these um all these election security bills. That's literally just for them to seize power 
And they're, they're, I mean, they're good at the framing. They're really good at getting, getting the, their base riled up about the stuff. Because I'm pretty sure that even though Texas is trending bluer, all the people who, you know, all the Republicans in Texas, of which there are still plenty. 111. 111. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sure they like that. I'm sure they like that bill. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of those people also like the uh, the abortion bill. And neither of those things make their lives any materially better. Mm. Not even a little bit. It, limiting people's right to vote doesn't make your life better because even if the Republican Party continues seizing control or, you know, basically holds on to Texas... What is Greg Abbott doing to make your life better? What are Ted Cruz and, um, what's his name, and uh, John Cornyn, you know, doing in the Senate to, to try and improve the lives of Texans? What are... I think all they're doing is giving our podcast material. I mean, that's basically it. <laughs> but they're, they're, not re- they're not doing anything in there. And I just kind of wonder, for the sake of... I don't know. Because I have had uh, just some conversations recently that it just kind of... It just kind of makes me wonder, what do you want from the government? As, like, especially some people who are just in... Maybe, maybe you're conservative in all regards, or maybe you're socially conservative and maybe fiscally, uh, you know, uh, liberal. Or maybe you're fiscally conservative, economically conservative, and you're socially liberal, which uh, is honestly tremendously more common than people think. Or basically, people, yeah, yeah, no, I'll stand by that. It's tremendously more common. But I mean, honestly, being socially liberal and economically liberal is arguably the most common in most of this country. But anyway. I just wonder for anybody who's conservative in any way that pertains to stuff that the government can actually do and should actually do, what do you want? What do you want from me? Do you remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want, really? Because you're paying taxes either way. So it's, it's, it's a matter of... And I know that we can't automatically, you know, decide this. It's not like J. Cole's song uh, Brackets just, you know, came to life at the snap of a finger. You know, we ain't got those Infinity Stones. (laughs) But for real, uh, you're paying taxes anyway. So it just, it's, it becomes a little curious. What would you like the government to be focused on? Um... It's a little... Like, what they say about the borders, I just, I, just don't, I just don't understand, like, how that's so much more of a priority. Because you're targeting people who are not white. That's the issue. Because people conveniently forget that seeking asylum at the fucking border is legal! Idiots. That's a violation of international law to turn people away who are seeking political asylum. Yeah. And 
a lot of these people aren't being like um this is an interesting thing that I that I didn't I didn't realize um is how many people are just being expelled, not even put through a process. So you can't even say they're deported. They're just it's like, "Oh, nope." Yeah, like you're just sending them back. Mhm. Now So so that yeah, I mean that I I totally get which uh, your your um rationalization there. But I just wonder why, even with that, because it's not like, and and I've had these discussions with with people who, especially people who are like first generation Americans, and or second generation. I always get I always get a little confused on that term. I'm just smiling. I'm gonna stay quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna stay quiet. But I mean, you've had these discussions too. Oh yeah, the best part is when you have these conversations with people who are not even documented here, who are probably in that same situation, who are basically like, "Why are we giving, seek, you know, giving asylum to all these people that are coming at the border? Why are we letting them in? Why are we not helping the people who are already in here?" But then, then let's talk about why you know. Let's talk about why you're not focused. Why you're not more focused? Because most of the people that I've talked to about this don't say anything about how we should materially be helping people Mm. and that really speaks to how adept the republicans are at keeping the focus on oh there's there's something you don't like okay well let's keep talking about the thing you don't like while you know making your life better obviously we have to get rid of the people you don't like Obviously, we have to make this country more about what you like. Obviously. Obviously, come on, we're on the same page here. We're on the same team. Meanwhile, they're talking about... And I'm going to lump... Unless I specify a party, I'm just going to lump the corporates all together, regardless of party. So... Okay, no, stop. So that's already at least uh, 55 senators. Um, especially 52, without a doubt. Being all the Republicans and Mansion and Cinema. And don't worry, I'm, we're going to get to them. I just want to kind of uh, build this here. So in the midst of, uh, of just talking, talking about the... Uh, the others and the 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 culture war stuff the others yeah we're talking about uh they rather they're talking about like behind closed doors they're talking about that medicare could become insolvent by such and such time and how maybe it would be a good idea to privatize it privatize what medicare Privatize Medicare. Huh. That's literally the opposite of what Medicare is supposed to be. Tell me you don't need Medicare without telling me you don't need Medicare. Mm. Tell, him, tell me you, don't, you have money without telling me you have money. Privatize Social Security. Wait, what? Because, I mean, that's next. Well, I mean... I mean, didn't we just let's keep in mind that the previous administration tried to get rid of Social Security. 
Which is insane. Like, he... Like, these older he's folks... old. That's all... But he has money. Well, no. I'm convinced he's broke. I'm convinced... Oh, oh for sure. For sure. He's he's down. He's in so much debt. Yeah, I'm convinced he has, you know... His name gets him credit. Because I, I think he has more credit debt than I do. Um, I like your face. But, um... He doesn't need it. Because he has... He has a... His last name gets him those credit lines. Absolutely. But, you know, I work with older folks. Uh, you know, as, as someone in the general psychology field, it, it's one of those things that I'm just like, how do people live off $710 a month? These people are li- I, I know people that I work with that are living off, they have 800 They Okay, I know someone who gets $825 a month from Social Security. Her rent is $800. Yo. They have $25 to live off the month. That's intense. How the fuck does that happen? What I'm also... What I also wonder from that... um, And that, you know, to my point is... How do you live off of that little... And... You know, and still try to say that that the party who basically hates social security is the is the party for you mm-hmm. like this is a rampant thing with old people in our country like i get old white people being uh being into republicans because it reminds them of the old days i, I don't I, I i know how i said that but i stand by it i see no lie <laughs> Like for real, like keep keep in mind, like it, it's it's not just a you know back in my day kind of thing, but how much of what they do is based on back in their day. Mm-hmm. Back in their day, the corporations got away with shit, and and pe- and less people were complaining. I imagine, or or they didn't like the people who were complaining. Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, a lot of the people who. I mean, a lot of people who are getting old now, they're, they they were old enough to see, like, a lot of the union busting mm-hmm. that, that that started to take place really in the 60s and 70s and 80s. 90s and today's. <laughs> I can't take um, things very seriously. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, pe- like, think, of, think about, like, the, the crime in the 80s and the 90s. And how... Oh. I mean, except for a recent rise, crime was drastically down for a long time mm-hmm. and trending down. Um, What's on your mind, baby? There, just, just so much. I'm. A, it's just so. It, like, I, I realized I was starting to go on like kind of a, kind of a tangent there, but like, it's just because there's so much. There's so many. And I was also thinking about this too. When you're being bullshit and you're believing it and somebody brings you the truth, that's probably going to make you mad, right? Cuz yeah. you think what you think you think that bullshit that you think is the truth. Yeah. So, in that regard, I can empathize with people who are being manipulated by uh whatever media. Cuz let's keep it real, there's there's a lot of uh, 
there's a lot of shit that's permeating. But you know what? That's that's a later topic. They, let's let's really talk about this one. Okay. Let's let's really get into the meat of it now. Okay. So the biggest problems here have been, and y'all know this, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. Because let's keep it real. Like we know, the three point five trill can get passed through a simple uh, majority through budget reconciliation because it's a motherfucking budget bill. Right. Which means. That all they got to do is stick together and go with what the American people want. Go with what the Biden agenda dictates. And um, and, and, and Vice President Harris will break the tie. Okay. And we'll be all right. We'll be out here. We'll be good-ish. 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 But... Of course, Manchin thinks that uh, it's too high. He doesn't want to spend that much. He doesn't want to spend that much. It's too high. And Cinema just, uh, she wants to do her little, like, uh, op-ed pieces and say, like, she said, like, one little thing here and there, but then she doesn't really, she doesn't really say anything. She did the whole, I'm in the Senate. What do, what do you, what do you have to say to, to progressives who don't know where you are? I'm in the Senate. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Well, the progressives. Oh, I'm right in front of the elevator. I'm right, yeah, stupid ass bitch. Like you know good and well what they mean. My mom heard me say that yesterday, stupid ass bitch, and she goes, "Okay." I was like, "Oh no, I'm fighting with the driver." She goes, "A stupid ass bitch." <laughs> so she's like, "Lo dije bien, lo dije bien." I'm like, "Yeah, it sounded great." <laughs> Goodness. Apparently that's my that's my go-to word, stupid ass bitch. <laughs> go-to phrase, not word. So, I don't know who this person is, Kathy Young, but she wrote a uh introducing the cinema standard. If you're not progressive enough, your gender card is revoked. What? Sounds like a black person for Trump. Yeah. All right, so, um, you know what? I guess I can't really get to this until we get to what happened. Now, we talked a little bit about the uh, the mansion protesters meeting him on his houseboat, right? Right. Somebody actually, somebody actually was like, you guys, it's not a yacht, it's a houseboat. Blah, 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 blah. Like, all this stupid-ass stuff, and Ken Klippenstein got this shit. was like, how is this tweet even real? <laughs> like, bro, shut up. Who cares about that part? Focus on the fact that Joe Manchin is fucking up. Like, what are you talking about? You guys. It's not a house. It's not a yacht. Yeah, so do we want to... Do we want to talk about the, the cinema protesters or the Manchin protesters? Let's do both. But let's start off with Manchin. Because his face bothers me. Doesn't his face bother you? Yeah. Honestly, his face bothers me a lot. I'm just glad it's not just me. Can you grab me the charger real quick, please? Really? Sorry. Well, well, we'll get that. I just had to YouTube how to use a pan. Yeah, this this uh, retractable pan was fucking us up for a sec. We're over here thinking it's like the top part, like any other pen. But apparently, in the future... <laughs> In the future. 
in the future they retract the they, they, the retractable pen uh part is on the uh on the handle yeah. kind of thing the clip i like how it writes very nice and smooth okay also we are in the future baby because let me show you this show this baby. is my new rocket book okay now my rocket book it's supposed to be eco-friendly supposed to help save on paper okay okay can you can you wet this a little bit with your water bottle over there okay all right so we got some of that uh well baby when i say a little bit i actually mean like to like oh to wet it wet it wet it all right yeah hold it oh my god i have the podcast recording thing on my hand Oh my god, it is now the freak show with Super Elsie and the guest feature, my clicker pens. Wow. <laughs> nope, get away, get away. Have no shame. Oh, okay. Is that good? Perfect. Alright, so this is what I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show you. Are you ready for this, baby? I'm ready. We are in the future. Try to, like, look, this is with my pen, right? Okay. Yo! We're in the future, baby. You just gotta wait for it to dry? No. Just pass a little thing and I'm good to go. There. That is intense. Yep. Now, these are my notes from yesterday. So, I'm gonna make sure I don't have to add anything else. So, then what I do is there's an app. You take a picture of it and it'll scan it for you. That's fire. Yeah. So let me show you what it looks like. By the way, we're not at all being sponsored by Rocketbook, but I am just so impressed by this. Shit, we ought to be. Yeah. But look. Holla at us, Rocketbook. So I did this yesterday, and here are my notes. That's awesome. Right? So it takes a picture of it, and then I just have to, like, you know, keep them there, and then it goes into my drive on Google. Rocket book. There you go. Isn't it cool? It is. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm happy for you, baby. Thank you. It's a little things. Why well, keep going through notebooks left and right? And I'm like, what the hell? Because I write a lot of notes. So yeah. Yeah, unlike uh, unlike Amy Coney Barrett. Who writes nothing? Steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's talk about the Almost Heaven. Okay. Or rather, Joe Manchin uh, speaking from the, the balcony of the Almost Heaven. Well, we have... Here, let me just explain on that one. We will get to that eventually, but right now we can't even take care. It's going to go broke in 2026. He says Medicare is going to go broke in 2026. I love that. It's like, bruh. You want some bullshit. So they say tax the rich. Tax the rich. We're taxing the rich. I agree. We're going to make the rich and the famous pay. The rich and the famous. I can't get over that part. What's his income? Isn't he part of the rich? He made like $492,000 last year off of, basically off of, off of, off of lobbying, off of lobbyists. Why is that legal? Because the rich made it, the, 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 the paid off politicians made it legal. So, 
$788 billion. And uh, he tries to say we do that every year. And she goes on to say, and that over... Just no, as much. Let me just give you all this. I'm just saying we can afford. If we can afford this. Let me just tell you. Let me give you one little bit of information. Is this a little bit? I got one little bit yeah. of information this is, this is, this is, for you. The Republicans are likely to take over. Are they okay? We don't. This is like this is our one chance right deliver. now to pass the the legislation. Wow. Like. And he's just there trying to defend himself. Jeez. <laughs> like, are you just analyzing this in your head? Like, hold you... up. I I want to see. I, I want to see him get blasted by a West Virginian. Oh, unless unless we're talking about this guy. Uh, sorry, you were saying? Can you imagine, like, you're at your house, and all of a sudden you have, like, people on, like, mopeds or something outside your Yo. house? Like, in skateboards. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, we need you to support this bill. It's not like anybody was threatening anybody. He was. They were just trying to... Yeah. Yeah, so... Good for um, them. I mean... Come on, it's 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 obvious that what he cares about is his is his uh his own interests. Like he's a coal mogul. Like he's described as a coal mogul, mm. and he especially doesn't want the clean energy parts of the of the Build Back Better plan. So we also got here that um this is this is a an article from yesterday. Okay. That um, he would not commit, Manchin would not commit to the new timeline set by party leaders to find a deal on the social safety net expansion by October 31st. He's under resistance to calls from progressives and other top Democrats to raise his 1.5 trill price tag for the package, which many of his party view as too low to achieve key policy objectives. Because it is too low. Um... Okay, so one thing he 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 indicated that the package must include a prohibition against using federal funds for most abortions, saying that the Hyde Amendment is a red line. Uh, that's that's the Hyde Amendment, by the way, prohibition for uh, federal fund using federal funds um, for most abortions, mm. which, by the way, has been in effect. I'm pretty sure, like forever, pretty sure it's been in effect. If I if I if I heard correctly, I think it was like 76, which was like, what, three years after Roe passed? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reading that there was a, a shooting in uh, Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas. Fuck. And um, apparently four people were her and the shooters at large. It's an 18-year-old suspect. And mm. people are like, people, I swear, people give, give them a keyboard and they're like, they're like, imagine that gun violence in Texas. Say it isn't so. Yo. The other one writes, good thing Texas has constitutional carry laws. And then the other one writes, where was the good guy with a gun to stop this? 
That's right. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, right? Right. That's uh, that's Marjorie Tater Green's exact words. Yes. Oh my goodness! And um, somebody wrote, "Whatever happened to fasting and praying?" I can't wait to hear about how. Um, I mean, no, nobody was killed, right? Um, it just says uh, four people were hurt, but it doesn't say. Okay, no, no, they would have said they would have said if somebody died. Yeah, if two of the victims suffered gunshot wounds, and three of the four victims were hospitalized. Damn. Um, I'm wishing their speedy recovery. Although I can't wait for Greg Abbott to you know visit them personally and tell them that he's gonna get rid of gun violence. The same way he's going to get rid of rape. Lies. Wow. These people do nothing but tell the enraged white people what they want to hear. And the people who agree with the enraged white people. Um, let's see. So even Biden stopped supporting the Hyde Amendment in 2019 after basically decades of supporting it. But he did say that he would sign uh, a package that includes the Hyde Amendment. He wants to get it passed. Uh, Republicans have demanded that the Democrats use the budget reconciliation process to raise the debt limit. Why don't you just vote for the for raising the debt limit? Wow. There's 50 of you in the Senate. Mm-mm-mm. If you want the... What? That's so stupid. Hold on. What? (laughs) Hey, we, the opposition party, demand that you guys do the thing that you can't, that you can only do when all of us vote against you. Mm. Granted, I mean, they can do it, you know, the reconciliation if we had... Let's say let's say we had uh one two of those let's let's say let's say we had beaten, um, McConnell and, uh, Graham. Mm-hmm. Then we'd have fifty two at least. Then we'd at least have fifty actual Democrats. Plus, uh, that, I mean. That then again, I mean Angus King is kind of worse than actual Democrats, and Bernie Sanders is base is essentially better than most Democrats, if not all. But you feel me? Then we'd have 52. Then we could just do this shit with budget reconciliation without without having to worry about um, mansion and cinema. Except for the fact that then somebody else would be the one. Maybe it'd be Tester. Maybe it'd be Shaheen. Maybe it'd be uh, Hassan. Who's the other one? Uh, I, I, keep, I keep forgetting the other ones. Uh-uh-uh. I I can't get over that. They demanded that the Democrats use budget reconciliation to raise the debt limit. Why don't they just vote with the Democrats to raise the debt limit? If they want the debt limit up, then vote with the Democrats. That It's simple. It's 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 simple 60 plus 10. 50 plus 10, sorry. It's simple. It's simple. Fifty plus ten. Matter of fact, why don't you why don't you throw twenty? Give us twenty votes. 
Just 20. Just like, just like the 19 votes that y'all threw at this uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill. You like that? You want the debt limit up? Say that with your vote. Wow, that's that just that really See all this shit we're talking about today that we that we already planned. It's it's like stupid in a way that like, okay, this makes sense. They're playing stupid because they're really just greedy. This is actually stupid. They're they're really <laughs> This shows how little the Republicans truly give a fuck about America. Mm-hmm. This is really the game that they that they play. And, and keep in mind, um, the Republicans do the Republicans when they have power, they do what the fuck they want. Damn all bipartisanship. Yeah, they do what the fuck they want. And the whole concern with, the, at least the concern that they presented us. Remember, remember that bullshit ass concern that Mansion and Cinema presented, with, um, if we don't, if we, you know, get rid of the filibuster, what, you know, imagine what they'll do to us if they get back in power. Mm. No, no, they said when they get back in power. They didn't. They didn't say if. They said when because, because they they have they have that little faith. Um. They do what the fuck they want anyway. When they can do reconciliation stuff, they just do it. Uh, they they literally pushed three Supreme Court justices through under Trump. Three Supreme Court justices, effectively making a a like a nineteen twenties, maybe nineteen ten style right wing Supreme Court um, for. Upward of the next 20, 30 years, really. Because, I mean, what's going to happen? They, the the Republicans, they're, they're going to try and block anybody that, mm-hmm. that Biden uh, puts puts through. If um, if Breyer were to, to retire. And what if he doesn't retire and he just dies during... Uh, and and, and the, the Republicans get the White House in 2024. And then he just dies during that, during that Republican's term. Then it's seven two. Then and at that level, they're just gonna be fucking, you know, talking about, hey, what can we do to just, I don't know, get rid of Kagan and Sotomayor. So the prevailing opinion is that. Manchin just doesn't care. He just wants to keep raking in that coal money, which I mean, obviously, and that cinema is just trying to become a lobbyist. She, Basically, she, she's trying to earn those points while she has power, so that she could just not seek re-election in twenty twenty four, and become a lobbyist. And I can see that. So let's talk about what cinema has. Uh, What's what's going on with cinema? What's going on with cinema? I love that one of the searches is cinema followed in bathroom. That was a great video. So, this took place uh, while cinema was teaching at uh, ASU. 
because apparently she teaches. Uh, apparently, her teaching is more important than her serving the people who you know elected her. <laughs> At least when it's convenient to be. So here we go. Senator Kirsten Cinema confronted oh. in a way that she probably never it's from Inside Edition. Okay, I thought this was gonna be a a clip of the whole thing. Yeah. seen this part I have not seen that and she was not happy about that she was not happy about that yeah. she had she she released a whole like statement let me see if I can okay no this really just But yeah, she released a whole statement. Now that was, uh, I believe, those are members of the protest of the of the like activist group Lucha. Yeah. Which let me see. I want to. I want to see what they're. What does that stand for? Lucha. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you told me it was an acronym. Living United for Change in Arizona. That's fire. I like that. Okay, and here's a. She said that it was. Uh, she said that it was unacceptable and not legitimate protest. They just went to her and read 
read prepared statements. They read from their statements. They, they, you know, nobody got in her face. Nobody got violent with her. But these are the people who put her in power. These are the people who, you know, the the, like she said, they knocked on doors to get her elected. Mm-hmm. She said, "Yesterday's behavior was not legitimate protest." It is unacceptable for activist organizations to instruct their members to jeopardize themselves by engaging in unlawful activities such as gaining entry to closed university buildings, disrupting learning environments, and, f- and filming students in a restroom. Cinema's remarks follow an incident at ASU where the sen- senator is a lecturer. Um, let's see. So... Okay. So she said the activist group that engaged in yesterday's behavior is one that both my team and I have met with several times since I was elected to the Senate and will continue engaging with Arizonans to diverse viewpoint with diverse viewpoints to help inform my work for Arizona. Uh, despite this, Lucha in- insisted that the senator had not made herself available to them. Senator Cinema has ignored us and all the people who helped, who fought hardest to elect her for years. She's denied our requests, ignored our phone calls, and closed her office to her constituents. She hasn't held a public, she hasn't had a public event or town hall in years. No one wants to meet with the senator, with their senator in the restroom, but it seems like there's a price tag of several hundred thousand dollars to meet with her anywhere else. I mean, remember, she was getting checks. She met with those. She met with those lobbying groups, and she was getting checks. Mm. They was throwing that money at her. They was throwing that money. Baby, all she care about is that money. I'm gonna ask you what cinema's favorite thing is. You tell me. Money. Yeah. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Um, but there was another event or incident. See, they got her also at the airport and on the plane. Oh. Oh, yeah. So here we go, on the plane. Cinema's ignoring her. Cinema's got her headphones on, and she, when she see that at that point, she kind of looked like she just she just nodded no. Yeah. Looked like a looked like a very slight nod no. Yeah. Yeah. 
her life and the life of millions. And and Cinema's just like she's just feeling so awkward. But it didn't stop there. Cause see, there's the, more. There's more. I love this because this is the same stuff that Cory Bush and AOC. And Jayapal have been saying, you know, have been on TV trying to ask, uh, you know, trying to say to, to Mansion and Cinema, mm -hmm. okay, so you want the you want the, the the price tag lower? Even Pelosi said it once mm -hmm. before she fucking caved. Okay, so you want to cut this? You want you want to cut this price down? Who do you want to cut then? Who do you not want to help here? Since we can't afford to, what are we? What would you cut here? And mind you, uh, Cinema tries to just tell her to like kind of leave her alone in, in 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 the most polite way she can. I don't really hear her words, but she kind of, she even kind of motions like kind of a, like I'm on the phone. She doesn't give a fuck if you're on the phone, bro. You're her fucking senator. And of course, this is several protesters. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, when I first watched that, it was a bit of a bug out. It's like, yo, like, even not violent, that feels pretty intense. But, I mean, what else, what does she get, what does she get in government to do, really? This is what ought to be happening to all the people who put themselves, who, who put themselves in a position to run for public office and accept victory when they win. Mm -hmm. And accept the office and the responsibilities that come with it. Y'all never seen Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility? I'm just saying. That's right, baby. You keep coding Spider-Man until the end of time. Um, you knew this was coming, Pete. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what was it? Sorry, not my problem. I think that was it. Yeah. I haven't seen the the uh, the Raimi trilogy in, in quite some time. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really, I don't really feel bad for her. I I really don't. Nope. Cause it's like, it's like why, why, why are you, why are you even out here? She doesn't even go here. <laughs> like, 
Like, because well, really, what's the what's the, what's the point of it all? And then there's these, there's all these pieces. Um, oh wow, so, so, hmm, I want to, I want to take a look at a couple of these. So the Washington Post says, protest cinema all you want, but have some decency while doing it. Fuck you! Uh... Yeah, have some decency while you fuck our country up then. Talk, talk, talk to the people who continue to fuck our fucked up country up further. And, and Trash. Talk, oh wow, I love this. Conservatives have long been the. I'm gonna let me, let me put on my Karen voice for this. Conservatives have long been the victims of protesters who inappropriately invade their personal space and picket their homes. Fuck you. Now that progressives are are using the same tactics to bully a Democrat, Arizona Senator uh, Kirsten Cinema, perhaps both parties will finally call it what it is: efforts at anti-democratic mob rule. What? What? Peaceful protests are a hallmark of a free society. Uh, let me, okay, let me, let me just. Okay, so. Tyrannical governments everywhere try to abridge that right to maintain their power. Yeah, like how like how Donald Trump wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He hates the right to the to peacefully assemble unless they're unless they're rallying for him. Uh, let's see. Progressives upset by cinema's refusal to bow to to bow to their demands on the filibuster or the reconciliation bill. And they're, they're trying to be diplomatic by say have every right to express that displeasure in public. Let's see. This should be outside of the realm. Hold up. Demonstrations from this weekend went well beyond that. Disrupting cinema's class at ASU and following her into a bathroom is not an effort to change her mind through genuine persuasion. What? How is it not considering they're telling their stories? And the fact that she won't meet with anyone. She won't meet with anybody who doesn't have a check with her name on it. Fuck you, Washington Post. Wow. No, I'm not not even going to read that shit any further. (laughs) Fuck them. Because we know what it's going to be. Axios did a fucking fluff piece on cinema. You know who's talking? You know who's loving cinema right now? Who? Stephen Miller. Oh, yeah. Charlie Kirk. The fucking bad shits. That's who's loving her right now. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my goodness. There, one of these pages was like, uh, has, Bl- has Blanca been, uh, been deported yet? Jeez. Um... All right, so now that we're here, we got this freaking Kathy Young, who who probably this is probably a fluff piece too. Um, I'm just gonna skip to the parts where I where we actually get her opinion, right? Rather than all the fucking st- dumbass exposition. 
Okay, so there was a significant backlash against the protesters. Much of much of it focused on the fact that cinema is a woman harassed in a women-only intimate space. Um, at least one activist heard in the video is a man, uh, though it's not clear whether he entered the bathroom or stood at the door. It's very clear that he stood at the door. Mm. He was behind um, the the one that we really heard. I believe Blanco was the one um, the one videotaping as well, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if she wasn't, she was very close. But the dude had to have been behind her. You you can you can hear like if you if you hear people like if you if you're ever around people. Are these people ever around people though? I guess not. <laughs> um, is this really much ado about nothing? No, it's not because I don't see Benedict. Oh, I'm sorry, Benedict. Uh, well, reverse the target's politics and imagine it was left-wing. Uh, imagine it was, uh, yeah, cause here's the thing. When it happened, they, they bring up AOC. Mm. When they do, when they do this to AOC, they're trying to, act, they're trying to full on harass her. Does anyone doubt that uh, AOC and her supporters would de- dis- uh, decry this as a misogynistic assault? Is AOC known for doing for doing things that the people of New York 14 don't want her doing? No, oh, she seems to be pretty on the ball. And she's also helping out other states. Texas. Let's not forget that after the, after the Capitol Hill riot, uh, the congresswoman said that she feared that she would be raped and spoke of the misogyny and racism animating the attack. What misogyny and racism animated uh, the protest on cinema? I, I mean, pfft. anybody has any, I mean, I'm willing to hear it out. I'm really willing to hear it out. And I'm not trying to, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not trying to hear the dude who was standing outside the bathroom. I'm trying to hear like a real example here. So, okay, so she, this, this, is, this is a bullshit piece trying to make it about uh, uh about a uh yeah basically trying to trying to both sides this both this issue fuck though no. fuck her fuck fuck Kathy Young fuck Kathy Young mm-hmm. I mean maybe you've written other other shit that's that makes sense but this article that's this is not it this is not it um you know what though she said something about Kavanaugh so. I do want to. I do want to at least look at that part. Is this a legit source, though? This is news. No, this is an opinion piece. It even says at the top, "This is an opinion piece." Oh, okay. So, uh, the she said that the political standard is dubious. Um, points out that cinema is a moderate Democrat, which is not true. She's a co- she's a corporate. She's a corporate Democrat. Yeah. I wouldn't even call her moderate or conservative. She's a corporate. She doesn't get, nevertheless, she persisted, plaudits when she stands her ground, because it's not her ground. She's not doing anything that she actually believes in. She's just trying to get that money. And because uh, AOC meets with her constituents, Mm -hmm. cinema does not. But she said the political standard is dubious. Of course, it also exists in reverse. Among conservatives who de- who decry cinema's ill treatment but condone right wing harassment of Republicans, 
perceived as disloyal to Trump. Okay, so you at least recognize that. But a gender-based double standard is also at work. Hmm. What? Last month, some 50 people held a raucous abortion abortion rights protest outside the home of Brett Kavanaugh, who is no stranger to violent threats. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's more I'm sure he's more commonly on the side of making those threats. So, uh yeah, what I'm just getting from this from this opinion piece is just the fact that she wants to both sides this and she wants to I don't know, throw gender in as a wrench in here. Mm. I mean, cuz what she says about gender like, you know, about the fact that women are generally more targeted for for uh, terrifying abuse. Um, okay, wait. Apparently, so a, t- a 2017 Pew Research Center survey found that men were twice as likely as women to report being harassed online for their political views. It's not that men are singled out. Rather, gender is, isn't much of a factor. While the survey found that more women who were experienced online by, oh, experienced online abuse were very upset by it, they are not at higher risk of negative real-life repercussions, including threats to safety. What? Okay, so she so she says that uh, harassment towards women tends to be treated as a bigger deal because women are perceived as more vulnerable. Uh, although both conservatives and progressives have ideological shibboleths to justify this... Oh, okay. Uh... Basically, there's ideologies to justify the stereotype, paternalistic chivalry on one side, belief in pervasive violent misogyny on the other. I don't think it's as perfectly discreet as she's trying to say it is, but um, in reality, though, female vulnerability can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, women are much more likely than men to be than adult men to be victims of sexual violence. That much we know uh, very well. Uh, female victimhood narratives ignore the fact that 80% of murder victims and 55% of aggravated assault victims are male. What the hell was the point of this piece then? Like, <laughs> she didn't say anything. She just threw a bunch of data at you. 100% of the two people that are having this conversation right now are annoyed by this. Yeah, like again, she she threw out facts like that, or you know, that can be backed up, but they didn't really have much to do with her argument. She talked. She like even the um, what? <laughs> so she's basically trying to say that because cinema is conservative, but really just owned by corporations to do cons- to to agree with the conservatives. Um, that she, that she's not being, that, that Kathy Young doesn't feel that cinema's, what she perceives as harassment is not being taken as seriously as it would with AOC. (sighs) While failing to acknowledge that, um, when AOC is protest, is protested, she's, she's being harassed by people who think that she's just ruining the country with her sheer existence. Yes, I just... Yeah. I've had discussions with people who... They have a disdain for her, but they couldn't really explain it. 
And when they tried to, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Especially since she's in tune with most of the country. Cinema is not in tune with anybody but her donors. And when Cinema was protested, she was peacefully protested uh, by people who were angry by about what it took to finally get, you know, get her to be forced to hear them. Because it is her obligation to hear them. But um, nobody got violent. Nobody made threats against her. If she felt a certain way by those words, especially the words that we heard. Mm-hmm. If there's something out there that we didn't hear that sounded violent, show it to us. Yeah. Show it to us, please. Otherwise, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. This is nonsense. She is being legitimately protested by her constituents. Who are, I believe, in the full right to do that. They voted her in. This is kind of their obligation, too. If there's any... Like, the first person... Like, technically, they, like, when you, the people uh, who are likely to, they would, you would imagine the people who are more likely to feel disdain towards a certain administration or a certain, you know, senator or whatever, are the people who voted against that person, right? Mm-hmm. If you voted for that person, it's even more your responsibility to say when they're fucking up, when they're really fucking up. So yeah, these people are these people are not only well within their right, they're fulfilling their obligation as voters. They voted for her, they canvassed for her, and they feel like she's betrayed them. So yeah, it's basically it's it's low key their job to do that. I mean, as a as a group maybe, mm-hmm. but especially as individual voters. Um, and mind you, the, the undocumented ones didn't even get to didn't even get to vote, did they? But they canvassed for her still because they thought that she was going to be that pathway to citizenship. Mm-hmm. They thought that she signified at least some part of the American dream for them. And she betrayed them. Are you kidding me? She AOC. AOC. <laughs> I think she led them on. I generally feel she led them on. Baby, to say she led them on is... is uh, to say she led them on is an understatement. Like... Mm. She was literally a member of the Green Party. She was a member of the Green Party who, I mean, one has to figure that at least one of the reasons that she, she shifted from Green to, to, to Democrat was to, um, what's it called? To, to, to up her chances of actually being elected, right? Yeah. She was a member of the, of the Arizona House for the 15th District. From 05 to 11. She was a member of the Arizona Senate for the 15th district from 11 to 12. I, I don't know what happened. Maybe she. I, I, don't, I don't care. Doesn't matter. We probably talked about it on a prior episode. Go listen to that episode. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever one says cinema. You can use control F. Oh my goodness. She served from uh she served in for the for the ninth district for the U.S. House, uh Arizona nine from thirteen to nineteen, she left that office in twenty nineteen because she had won this this current sen- the Senate seat that she's in 
2018. Huh. So all that time, and remember, in 2010, while she was a member of the House, that's when she made that video talking about how Joe Lieberman is basically what she is now. Like so, yeah, she absolutely to, led them on. We need to do like video, video recording on like some of your facial expressions. Uh, you can get a, you can get a picture of this one if you want. <laughs> she absolutely led those people on. And for years, this was a fucking grift for years. For years. Literally 10 years. Uh, trying, to, trying to tell these people. Uh, n- not even. Basically 15 years now. So at the time, 13 years in government prior to her, uh, her becoming a senator. They, make, they help her become a senator. And she does this. And and we're supposed to we're supposed to you know, be okay with her, being a being this uh what's it called this bullshit ass talking about a maverick, that's that's the other thing is that she tries to call herself a maverick, and that she tries to say that she's she's a uh, she's just like uh she's just like John McCain because he had the maverick title before her, John McCain voted with Republicans most of the time, pretty much all the time, so yeah okay. He's a maverick. Whatever. Not really, but come on. And um, what's the the other one? Uh, or the other thing is she voted the second most of any Democrat to, um, with, uh, you know, with uh, Trump's positions. We know what Trump's positions were. Fuck the poor money for the rich uh fucking who who actually wants to drain the swamp we're talking about dumping in it actually make that swamp deeper make that swamp murkier murkier he loves that shit and uh apparently she's the 47th uh i hate that they consider her a moderate democrat y'all need to stop with that moderate bullshit what is she, baby? What is she? She is a corporate Democrat. She is a fucking sellout. She's a sellout. She's a sellout. She's a sellout. sellout. Like, she, and we should have known that she was a sellout as soon as she joined the new Democrats. Um... In 2012, in 2012, when she was elected to the U.S. House, she joined the Blue Dog um, Coalition. Just so you know, the Blue Dog Coalition is the conservative and centrist uh, caucus of the of the uh, um, what's it called of the House. And the New Democrat Coalition. Hmm. Y'all, you guys, if you guys, if you guys like the uh, New Democrats, you guys are gonna love my friend Bill Clinton. Get the fuck out of here. You guys are going to love my friend Barack Obama. And the House Problem Solvers Caucus. Um, you guys know the, the, the uh, Josh Gottheimer Caucus? Uh, 
the Hakeem Jeffries caucus, the Terry Sewell caucus. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. But <laughs> but they're but they're uh they're moderates, you know? They're just moderates. They're just in the middle. They you know, if any they're in the middle. Get the fuck that's out where of here. that's where the country is. No, it's not. Understand that the, the, the representatives and, and senators who are actually on the left, that's where our country is. But only now is when, um, like, uh, the, the media is actually, actually uh, talking about how, oh, wow, it's actually cinema and um, mansion who are holding up the... Uh, the Biden agenda. Huh. Yeah. So, in fact, I want to see, like, there was a, there was a segment on The View. It might have been the same episode that we talked about last episode with uh, Anna Navarro and, um, and uh, Trump Jr.'s exchange. Huh. It's possible. But check this out. Biden's administration is uh, uh, shaky right now. Is what's going on between the Democrats... In, in his home party, between the moderates and the progressives, because he was really on track to be the next Lyndon Johnson with the Great Society programs, um, which included, I'll just read a few, infrastructure, we know about that, roads and bridges, everything's falling apart, spending on social programs like childcare, universal pre-K, expanded Medicare, large-scale climate change policy, yes. which we're desperate, we just lost another enormous number of birds, I understand, are becoming extinct. But the Demo- And the Democrats have the numbers to make it happen, but Manchin and Cinema are standing in their way, Especially who, they call themselves Democrats, and they will be the ruination of this nation. Those two. First of all, Joe Manchin is never going to vote for climate change things because he uh, gets a half a million dollars a year from coal production. Kristen Cinema is, is was to, uh, she went to some kind of a she don't I don't know what it is she's the fun, she went to a fundraiser scheduled this week with business lobbying groups that fiercely oppose Biden's social and climate spending bill they don't want their taxes to be raised and she's on their team these people are destroying the country remember she said that she's hardcore against. Um, that one of the only things that she said is that she's hardcore against raising any corporate tech on uh, corporate, uh, taxes or corporate, um, it was corporate gains tax or capital gains or something like that. Something that only, something that only the wealthy pay. My opinion. We are so much, are so in trouble in this country. I don't know if people understand how dire the situation is. If Joe Biden loses, if the Democrats lose, the Republicans who are so corrupt right now and we all know that they will move in trump will run in 2024 he might win because of all the cheating that's going on i love that in that moment they have the they have the camera on on anna navarro with this face on (laughs) we cannot let this happen mansion and cinema must be brought to test Right now, because of these two people, I am trying to figure out what cinema's 
end goal is because she mm. does call herself uh, a democrat uh, a democrat um she represents arizona which went blue yeah um she's and it's trending with bluer mark kelly seems to be doing the right thing seems to be standing on principle i like that she brought that up because mark kelly has good approval oh he's not exactly further you know much further left than her either yeah but it might also be the approach that they take he's sure as shit voting for the right things yeah he's not out here talking about oh i'll tank this i'll tank that and again he's not exactly like a lefty like he's you know he's 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 fairly new democratish too. Right. Um, but I don't understand what her goal is, and well, I don't think she's listening to, to her keep her job like baby. the rest of them. All of those things that I mentioned, childcare, Medicare mm-hmm. expansion, those things are so popular with the American people. Yes. yes. Does Does Joe Manchin think that in West Virginia they don't need expanded Medicaid? Mm. Not. His own constituency needs it. Who's the lady I'm speaking after her name? Joy Behar. Yo, I, I'm just saying, you know, came through with that truth. And the next clip here. Progressives are more in line with what America wants. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't think the progressives are are what everyone. I think the Absolutely. more moderate. They want a living wage, no. Sarah. They no, want but that's within, the, that's within the Democrat party. That's not just. The, only the Democrats want only Democratic voters want a living wage. Apparently, progressives. That that I'm talking I'm saying about the Democratic Party. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying within that party, including mo- more moderate Democrats. I don't think the progressive extremes represent the majority. Stop. Of well, they want Medicare expansion. They want child care. They want uh, you know the streets so and the roads to be fixed up. I don't think that every that's that's the progressive. That's the progressive yeah, agenda. I, I just, they couldn't get the it. Wage. Wage. No, they couldn't get it. Oh my goodness! This is where Anna Navarro really fucks up. Here it is. They couldn't get elected. No, they couldn't get elected. I don't think so. They couldn't get elected in Florida. They couldn't get elected in Miami. That's because the Republicans have made the progressives the boogeyman. Thank you. When you look at the progressive agenda, that's what they want. We've made ourselves the boogeyman. Bullshit. Bullshit. And this, uh, I'm, I'm looking but, for... But did she really lie, though? I mean, that's kind of... She's... Who ran like that? Well, yeah, no. Nobody. Uh, Debbie McCarcel Powell Don't is not like... Don't come at me like... with that attitude, baby. My bad, I'm just saying. Don't come at me. But but for real, though. Smack you, show you who's boss. Just wow. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll let, you, I'll let y'all hear that. I won't stop recording. <laughs> I love you. I love you. But awesome real shit. Like, she's like, talking to... I like how you're like, I'm just going to keep recording. That's all I'm about. So, um, what's it called? So what's her face? Uh, so, so Whoopi says, uh, we made ourselves the boogeyman. We've done this. This particular wound is something we put on ourselves. I believe so. I feel like when you come into the party and you say, this is what we want to do, you don't go around and go, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. If it becomes a fight, see when it becomes, here's how we can do. Oh, it becomes a fight. Uh, when it becomes, here's how we can do it. Let's sit down and figure out how to do it. And that's not what we're getting. Mm-hmm. What? Mm. That's the okay. No. Why did she lose you? 
No, okay, this is what, that's what Whoopi said. I, I, Whoopi's wrong. She's insisting that we're, that they're not doing the here's how we can do it, let's sit down and figure out how to do it. They do that until all that works is you're not doing it right. And negative partisanship works. Like, it clearly works on Republican voters. And, I mean, how, how did we, how exactly, how exactly did, did Democrats win the, win the White House? Look at what can happen if we keep with, with this Trump bullshit. She's like, they've got their own nicknames, they run in their own crowd, you got these certain reverence to the pe- older people in the party. I don't know who Haynes is. I think that's the chick just now who wasn't, the, the blonde who wasn't making any sense. When she says, that's what, the, in the Democratic Party, that's what they want. No, that's what 60, 60 to 70% of this nation wants. And as for Whoopi saying that shit about, oh, uh, she, this is the same shit as when she tried to come at AOC and some type of like old people, young people type shit. Oh, I feel like you're, I feel like you're telling the old people that we ain't do shit. But did you? The old politicians though, that, that, that AOC was referencing didn't do shit, but help corporations. So, um, let's see. That's not the policy, that's personality. Yes, that's, that's. And then Whoopi said, but the personality is what they're being judged on, not the policy. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Whoopi, that, uh, no. No, because it's civility politics when it's, con- when, when, when it's convenient. When, when, they're, when somebody, when they want to go at it, it's scorched earth. When they when they're coming when they when somebody's coming back on them it's whoa civility shut the fuck up like get the fuck out of here no no this is exactly that whole like uh civility just to cover up the fact that yo ass is on some bullshit and that's for Anna Navarro talking about that they couldn't win in Florida I mean I don't I don't really remember too much of Andrew Gillen's politics but I mean. There is a long-standing Republican machine in this state. And as for they couldn't win in Miami, she's got to be, she, she must be thinking about how uh, Debbie McCarcel Powell and Don Shalala lost. They are not progressive. They're not. They were not for Medicare for all. They were not for police reform. At least they didn't really come out about either of those issues. They were. They didn't come out here talking about what people wanted to hear. So yeah, it's not that. It's not terribly shocking that they lost, considering um, Jimenez and Salazar did give the Republicans what they wanted to hear in the whole stopping socialism and all that bullshit. So Sonny Hostin was absolutely right. They did make the progressives the boogeyman. The Republicans did that. Not like. And and honestly, Democrats who are on the right and uh, um, what's it called, who were who were bought out by by corporations, they also have made the progressives the boogeyman. CNN made the progressives the boogeyman until like basically the last couple days when they've been calling out um, Mansion and Cinema. Chris Cuomo changed his tune drastically, talking about actually it's Mansion and Cinema who were blocking this because. The progressives are with the president 
and with the American people. And it's just like, whoa, this is a very different Chris Cuomo from last week. Are you was that was that Andrew in disguise last week? <laughs> what was that? Find uh, out how much money he got put in his pocket to say that. Yo. Ooh. But I'm just saying the CNCNN that, that that's corporate news network. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And think about the type of people who are backing up cinema now. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Anna Navarro is full of shit overall. I mean, honestly, Whoopi, Whoopi said shit like this before, and I think Whoopi's kind of full of shit. <laughs> but Anna Navarro, that wasn't it. She missed. She hard. She hardcore missed the mark, and willingly, because she's much smarter than that. She should have been able to see that. She she knows she knows that Powell and um that Powell and Shalala aren't progressive. Federica Wilson won. And maintained her seat. Um, what's his name? Alcee Hastings won. He he passed in April of this year, and and you know rest in peace. But he won, and he held he 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 served until the day he died. Um, let's let's take a look actually. Florida uh, representatives. This is how our conversations go. We go down rabbit holes. Honestly. But, no, I don't want the Ballotpedia. I want the, no. Ballotpedia also loads slow as shit. I, I got Wolo, but it understood that I meant Wiki. <laughs> Alright, so. Um, Wolo. So, let's see. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I don't know. That one's a little different, but but she's she she has you know a machine. She's like one of the leaders of the DNC. And I think she used to be like, like head of the DNC or something, right? I think so. Until she had to until she retired, or she she had to she had to pull she had to step down from that. Here it is. She was elected chair of the DNC in May 2011, replacing Tim Kaine. Uh, on July 28, 2016, she resigned from her position after WikiLeaks released a collection of stolen emails indicating that she and other members of the DNC Ooh. had favored Clinton over Sanders in the 2016 primary. Ooh. Don't you hate it when your ageism comes out? Ageism? <laughs> yeah, she was choosing uh, uh, someone true. younger. <laughs> I I was I was taking that more as choosing the old way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, Lois Frankel. I'm not sure who she is, but I I don't I don't know like much about her. But I I mean she won. Yeah. She won re-election. Ted Deutsch won went uh, won re-election, and he's out here making weird ass statements about Israel, and how. Not standing up for not not wanting to support Israel with a billion dollars is anti-Semitic. Shut up. Uh, who else? Let's see. Need we need we uh forget about Val Demings, who's I mean basically the littest uh Democrat in in Flo- like from Florida right now. She won re-election. Um. Yeah, everybody, everybody in Florida, every Democrat in Florida, except for 
Um, except for those two, one re-election. So get the fuck out of here. And um, that includes uh, people who are, you know, more on the more more a little more vocal. Now, granted, I'll have to go, you know, we'll have to go into each one's politics, see if they really do support Medicare for all and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure they're all just generally social, socially liberal. And I, I think, you know, without really knowing it, it, that honestly kind of more fuels Anna Navarro's point than it does uh, dismantle it. Mm-hmm. But. I love it when there are buts. I cannot it, lie. Wow. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that that kind of viewpoint couldn't be elected in Miami considering we haven't really seen it. Who really challenged uh, um, MacArthur Powell or Chalela in the primaries? Nobody. And it's, I mean, nobody worth noting because I'm thinking because I'm here like nobody. So yeah, no, I'm just I'm just not trying to hear that. And uh, it was that that just wasn't it. That just wasn't it. Let's talk about Facebook. Facebook, it was down. The horror. Yeah, so. Not a lie. Those were, that was a pretty good uh, day. I'm not a lie. Why am I gonna tell you it was a great? It was a bad day. I thought it was like great. Like, no Instagram, no Facebook, no distractions. I worked. I focused on my crime podcast. It was perfect. <laughs> Oh baby. Tax Facebook. <laughs> tax Facebook, break it up. Tax Facebook, break it up. Tax Facebook, break it up. To the tax Facebook, break it up. Alright, so I wanna see we wanna see what uh what the what the whistleblower said. Hold up. She's set to testify before Congress tomorrow on how she says the company put profits over public safety. Oh, you know, actually, I want to see her testimony. Minutes that Facebook knows its platform is being used to spread hate and encourage violence. But when given the choice between the public good and the company's bottom line, Facebook looked after its own interests. I mean, are you surprised? How Facebook is picking out that content today. Hold up. This is so faint. For the opportunity to appear before you. My name is Frances Haugen. I used to work at Facebook. I joined Facebook because I think Facebook has the potential to bring out the best in us. But I'm here today because I believe Facebook's products harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy. The company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't make the necessary changes because they have put their astronomical profits before people. Congressional action is needed. They won't solve this crisis without your help. Yesterday we saw Facebook get taken off the internet. I don't know why it went down, but I know that for more than five hours, Facebook wasn't used to deepen divides, destabilize democracies, and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. It also means that millions of small businesses weren't able to reach potential customers and countless photos of new babies weren't joyously celebrated by family and friends around the world. I believe in the potential of Facebook. We can have social media we enjoy that connects us without tearing our democ- apart our democracy 
putting our children in danger, and sowing ethnic violence around the world. We can do better. I have worked as a product manager at large tech companies since 2006, including Google, Pinterest, Yelp, and Facebook. My job has largely focused on algorithmic products like Google Plus Search and recommendation systems like the one that powers the Facebook newsfeed. Having worked on four different types of social networks, I understand how complex and nuanced these problems are. However, the choices being made inside of Facebook are disastrous for our children, for our public safety, for our privacy, and for our democracy. And that is why we must demand Facebook make changes. I was hoping that we could find um, like a version that... I don't know, because there was a version that was juxtaposing their statements, like her statements and his. Yeah, but... I can't seem to, uh... Here we go. Do you believe your product can be addictive? We certainly do not design the product uh, in that way. Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site, they'll click on less ads, they'll make less money. The research that we've seen is that using social apps to connect with other people can have positive mental health benefits and well-being benefits. Facebook's own research says, as these young women begin to consume this eating disorder content, they get more and more depressed, and it actually makes them use the app more. The way we design our algorithms is to encourage meaningful social interactions. Its own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing, gets engagement, a reaction. But election interference remains an ongoing threat, so we continue to improve as part of our ongoing commitment to supporting the civic process. They basically said, oh good, we, we made it through the election, there wasn't riots, we can get rid of civic integrity now. We strengthened our enforcement against militias and conspiracy networks like QAnon to prevent them from using our platforms to organize violence or civil unrest. But after the election, Facebook was used by some to organize the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. I mean... We see no lie. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about the it's all about the Zuck Bucks. Zuck Bucks? Yeah. I mean you know, how how else can you put it? And of course, the Zuck wants to uh smear and discredit Haugen. So let's see. What did he say? It wants us to listen to no, I don't I just want to read it. Um, so Ed Marquis called her the, uh, a 21st century American hero. Uh, Ed Marquis is a senator from Massachusetts. He's, he's, he's one of the good ones. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to find where he, where, where Zuck is, uh, smear, is trying to smear her. So let's see. Has receipts, internal documents, and data from Facebook's own researchers, which all make for serious and supportive claims about the platform's harms and choices the company made to maximize profit and engagement in ways that would increase those harms. I mean, legit, like, one of the big things that she says uh, in in one of the clips is that that divisive content, it's either going to make you go, yeah, yeah, I agree with this, and look for more of it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. or it's going to tell you, or, it's, or people are going to, you know, react adversely and thus 
you know, engage with it in that way. They want, they want, you know, they're on that no press is bad press. No PR is bad PR type of thing. So let's see. Today, a Senate Commerce Subcommittee held a hearing with a former product manager who worked for the company for less than two years, had no direct reports, never attended a decision meeting, uh, a decision point meeting with C-level executives, and testified more than six times to not working on the mat- subject matter in question. Uh, translation. Today, a peon testified in Congress. She's too unimportant to name. Nothing says she is worthwhile because she is not fancy enough. And even though she had access to multiple internal research documents supporting her claims, you can't trust her testimony on them, despite her subject matter expertise and years of experience in the field, because she didn't write them herself. Facebook PR, we don't agree with her. Oh, okay. I'm loving this. All right. So for the next couple, I'm going to read the Facebook PR. You read the translation, all right? Okay. We don't agree with her characterization of the many issues she testified about. We think she's lying, but won't say how or about what specifically. Despite all this, we agree on one thing. It's time to begin creating standard rules for the internet. It's been 25 years since the rules of the, for the internet have been updated. And instead of expecting the industry to make so, uh, societal decisions that belong to legislators, it's time for Congress to act. It is time to change the subject to something we like better. Even though Haugen herself said Facebook is presenting false choices when it comes to privacy and free speech. Mm-mm-mm. Literally, it's about punishing all the same. Punishing both sides the same. Y'all know how much I hate the both sidesism. The same both sidesism that Kathy Young did in that bullshit article that we just read. <laughs> Uh, let's no, Let's all notice what's missing. Though Facebook disputes Huggins' characterizations of the research in question, it doesn't provide its own interpretation, nor does it engage any of the claims, which are incidentally supported by internal research, uh, internal Facebook research that she provided. If Facebook had evidence, they'd show it. According to this statement, this guy who was once Huggins' boss's boss, Samid Chakrabarti, backed Hogan. Her, uh, her concerns are real, he said. As Facebook's civic integrity lead, he did have direct reports and sat in on C-suite conversations. Okay, so in response to the whole, it's time for Congress to act, all that stuff. He said, well, I was there for over six years, had numerous direct reports, and led, led many decision meetings with C-level execs, and I find that uh, the perspective shared on the need for algorithmic reg- uh, regulation, research transparency, and independent oversight to be entirely valid for debate. Uh, but the funniest part is the absence of the Zuck, uh, Facebook's Facebook CEO and the only shareholder with the power to replace himself. Uh, Zuckerberg started Facebook as a hot or not clone, which would alt- which would almost certainly uh, negatively affect teen girl self-esteem. At least he's consistent, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the decisions Haugen alleges, which puts profits ahead of morals, have also enriched him more than anyone else. I mean, yeah. Shout out to The Verge for that article. That was a good article. I like the way it was written. Yeah. And um, also a little bit of Axios, who, when they're not writing a fluff piece <laughs> for cinema... Talking about how she's a rogue, she's a maverick, she's 
She's not going to listen and not going to play by Washington's rules. Um, they also found time for like their one good reporter to grill Donald Trump last year. Remember that? Yeah. That's when I was like, damn, Axios is that shit. But then they did this. Then they, then they, they've been doing sketchy articles like, like that cinema one for some time now. And I'm just like, oh, never mind. They're just like the Times and uh, the Washington Post. <laughs> so four big takeaways from the Facebook whistleblower hearing. Uh, so Francis Haugen uh, says that Facebook says uh, knows that its platforms are harmful to certain populations, but targets them anyway. So uh, that includes teenagers who are susceptible to body image concerns. They know that algorithmic-based rankings or engagement-based rankings keep you on the site longer, you have longer sessions, you show up more often, and that makes them more money. Um, let's see. Democrats and Republicans both agreed that Facebook should be regulated, and Hagen called on lawmakers to make it happen. Um, okay, so apparently they did agree on this. If you closed your eyes, you wouldn't know if it was a Republican or a Democrat said Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat from Connecticut. Every part of the country has the harms that are inflicted by Facebook and Instagram. She called on Congress to pass laws regulating the social media giant. Break them up. Break them up. Make them break up the way that, that, that you made Bell broke up. Uh, break up. It's getting too powerful. He's just, he's just buying whoever, he's, whoever his competitor is and doing what they do that, that made him so popular on Facebook or IG or WhatsApp. Like, so yeah, just, just break, make them break up. Make them break up and make strong, like the monopoly laws for hard industries, make that shit for the internet too. It's been decades of, and for, and for the entertainment industry too, or just the communications industry too. Cause like, what is that noise? I don't know. Oh, this is paper. <laughs> but, like, don't Fox... No, not Fox anymore. Uh, don't, like... Isn't it all, like, Disney, Warner Brothers, and, um... And, like, Universal, who own everything? Uh-huh. Wait, that's right, because NBC and Universal are, like, one thing, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so NBC, Universal, that's... That's Comcast. That's... That I, If I'm wrong, tell me. That could be, uh, all, like... The Universal properties, including their studios and um, anybody under, like, recording under Universal uh, Music Group. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's not all together. But if it is, that's a ton of shit under one umbrella. Because Universal, that's Interscope, that's Geffen, that's, like, that's Def Jam, that's Island. That's so many labels. That's one of the big, th that is, that's another one of the, why are there a big three for anything? No industry should have a big three that owns everything. Anyway, number three is that Facebook devotes less time researching misinformation and hate speech on non-English content. I'm just oh, stretching. Sorry. I thought, you, I thought you were like trying to say something or like no. trying to... Um, Hagen repeatedly said through her testimony that Facebook's algorithm stokes misinformation, hate speech, and uh, ethnic violence and... Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Hmm. Uh, Facebook, uh, and, and I'm by, I don't mean like a lot of bullshit. I mean like that's that's a lot. That yeah. They, that, they, that they're, and it makes sense. 
Um, it fans, uh, it fans the flames. It's pulling, it's pulling families apart, she says. So I want to see this, this review from, uh, from MIT. Or is it this one? No, yeah, it's this one. All right, technology review. Okay, so a... All right, so findings from an MIT tech, uh, technology review investigation published earlier this year uh, that draw upon dozens of interviews with Facebook executives, current and former employees. Um, talks about... It seems to talk about how... Let's see. There's a notable shift of the ex- from the existing ex- ex- fuck me, notice, wow, notable shift from the existing focus of policymakers on Facebook's content policy and censorship, what does and doesn't belong there. Many experts believe that the this narrow view leads to a whack-a-mole strategy that misses the bigger picture. She says, "I'm a strong advocate of non-content-based solutions because those solutions will protect the most vulnerable people in the world." Um, let's see here. Basically, they're just like, if we can just set the motherfucker on fire, people will pay attention to Facebook specifically, if Facebook is the one doing it. And they'll spend more time on Facebook. She also says, though, that the social media giant lacks transparency. She copied thousands of pages of confidential documents and shared them with regulators, members of Congress, and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, She came to realize what she called a devastating truth. Almost no one outside of Facebook knows what happens in Facebook, inside Facebook. The company hides vital, intentionally, hides, hides, like I said, vides, hides, hides vital information from the public, from the U.S. government and from governments around the world. Um, Let's see here. Now, it also includes the fact that they tried to, that, that Facebook tried to discredit her. So yeah, this is, uh, this is intense stuff going on. Um, as we get, you know, more info, we'll definitely follow this a little more. Yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued by all this. Because, yeah, again, their own research, they're ignoring the, the human part of their own research. To specifically to uh, to pay attention to the part where where it has to do with um, that making money. They stoke they stoke division because it makes the money. They uh, you know they fuel image issues because it makes the money. This is the whole theme, honestly, of this episode. Yeah. And possibly this season so far, because every episode, <laughs> I feel like it's been about somebody just chasing the money and damn damn everybody else. Wasn't it a little piggy bank from Toy Story? I don't know, actually. I don't really know the characters by their names. Except for, like, the toy name. I mean, I guess he's piggy bank, right? Is he? I don't know. Now I want to know. Oh, bless Let's find out. Ham. Ham? That is funny. Oh, yeah. Ham. That's what's happening right now. The world's going ham. Mm. With two M's. 
Yes, which stands for... Oh, that's funny. My deck of cards. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you see what it is? Wait, what? Uh, what is it? I don't follow. Look at the, the deck of cards, the picture. Oh, wow, it's a piggy bank. Yeah. That's crazy. Look at that. It's all working out. It's all working out. Except for the working person, the working, the working class. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all we got to, that's all we got for the moment. Okay. Yeah, we brought y'all that kind of simplified, slightly shorter episode. Only slightly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's flan season, y'all. It is flan season. All of our SoFlo peeps, holla for a flan, holla for a flana. <laughs> I like that. Holla for a flan. Holla for a flan put some sweetness in your life. What? Holla for a flan put some sweetness in your stripes. Yeah, because we're American. I don't know. I, 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 I went with whatever, I could, whatever came to mind. I didn't even say that. I'm just, I'm just going to stare at you. Gosh. So, yeah. Uh, follow mama.lc.flan and get, some, uh, get you some sweetness. Mm-mm-mm. But, of course... You want to make sure to follow the show. At the Freak Show Podcast. Of course. And you want to follow Super underscore LC. And your boy Cyrex MC. C-Y-R-E-X-M-C. Crazy shit's happening. <laughs> Who did I say were my features on the Freak Show with Super LC? My pens? <laughs> yes, and, the, and we, have our, we have the pen here. Our co-star? No, not, um, I'm sorry. Our 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 guest host. No, it was a featured star. featured star. Featured star. Featured yeah. guest. Totally. <laughs> yes, can't forget. Ay ay. Yes, and shout out to the kayak activists in West Virginia. Ooh. Shout out to Lucha. Shout out to Francis Hagen. Um. Just shout out to the to the people really you know, really fighting. Yeah. Shout out to Black Lives Matter. Um, shout out to all the activist groups really trying to make some change happen. Really trying to do some good for this country. And shout out to everybody who hates bigotry and white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And hates all that shit. All those, uh, those horrible ideals. Fuck sexism. Fuck racism. Fuck, uh, transphobia. Fuck homophobia. And just fuck hate in general. I like how you think, baby. And just know, we're watching you. That love will truly be uh, strong enough as we resolve more hate. I think I think that's a big thing. Love, hate doesn't turn into love overnight. Nope. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is that you can't move because I have your legs. Just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, I just wanted to like kind of uh, prop myself up a little better, too. <laughs> I'm like, I have your legs. I guess I should return them. Well, just one of them. Okay, give me the other Thank you. That's the same one you just had. Oh, it's mine now. Goodness. <laughs> All right, y'all. We appreciate you. We love y'all. Uh, thank you for listening.
Got me on the speaker. 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 What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Bam. Let's go ham. Fuck Uncle Sam.